Austin. Culture. Club. Podcast. Austin Culture Club Podcast. What? <laughs> um, we are here today. Uh, Marion Keegan. Ruben is not joining us because he is a traitor and went to a soccer game without us. So thanks, Ruben. Austin FC. Austin FC. We those, love it. Those $20 beers. Well, he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. But the bottled water has got to be at least 10 Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the price of a sugar for your Red Bull? Oh, Jesus. We just, like, started to have to, like, upcharge ours at the bar because, like, I don't know. Apparently now they're, like, $1.28 more oh. to purchase. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know where, where homeboy's where getting it. Where they get them? But probably a liquor store. Amazon, they pretty stable pricing. Anyway. I mean, we do drink a lot of sugar-free Red yeah, Bull. I am. Uh, please sponsor us. Keegan uh, McGuire, Mary Jenkins. Yeah, sugar-free Red Bull sponsor, Liquid Death sponsor. Um, we drink a lot of Liquid Death. Tito's sponsor Tito's, would be great. Lalo Tequila, Modelo. Um, <laughs> corn dogs. Any any corn dog sellers. Uh, <laughs> preferably gluten-free. Um, but you know what? I will take the IBS. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We got this. All right. Are you ready for topics? Topics, topics? Topics. Hot topics? Hot topics. Hot, the hot goss. You ready for the hot goss? We had a lot of hot goss this week. Oh, God. We have so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like our ketchup days. So... Mary works in the day. I always work at night. So then whenever we have catch-up days, we're just like, do you want to hear the hot goss? <laughs> and it is fucking amazing how many stories we have to tell each other. Uh, between, like, marriages, breakups, um, random weird-ass shit that happens on all around Austin. Um, face tattoos. Face tattoos. Broken garage doors. <laughs> we tried. We yeah. tried real hard. You can do better. It's like the little bit of the malort, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It was funny when I was out last night. Like, everyone was just like, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take a shot of malort. And everyone would go, she's from Chicago. It's fine. And, like, uh, apparently um, John over at Elysium, he was telling us this story um, about how these, like, these, like, douchey dudes came into Elysium one night, right? And they were like, What's your most expensive liquor? So they kept on buying shots of, like, some sort of scotch. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were being real fucking assholes, would not tip, like, that shit. So John's like, well, uh, we'll go down to the downstairs bar. And they're like, what's your most expensive liquor down here? And he goes, uh, Malort, it's like a Chicago liquor, uh, it's, or liqueur, it's, it tastes more like grapefruit, like, it's an acquired taste. So you might have to buy... M- more than one shot to get used to it to get used to it and um they're like how much is it and uh john looks at his bartender and he goes 25 dollars <laughs> 25 a shot and so these fucking dudes apparently just start taking these shots of malort right and uh <laughs> they like take their first shot they like look around each other and like one of the guys is like yeah this is this is good shit, you know, like trying to like really convince them. So they're like, all right, we'll take another one. They take that next shot. Like all five of them fucking leave. (laughs) All five of them run into the bathroom first, then just fucking leave. They like tipped like 50 bucks and just. It's a solid move. And uh, John was like, and uh, that's my experience with Malort. He's like, uh, proud of you, kid. (laughs) Uh, one of my bartenders made somebody a Malort cranberry shot because he was being an asshole. And um, she was like, what kind of shot do you want? And he's like, oh, well, whatever you want to make. And she was like, Malort cranberry. <laughs> and apparently he just, like, threw up in seconds. I don't know. Like, it was <laughs> it was great. Um, it's like rotten grapefruit and cranberry. It's like a I, – I'd like to say it tastes like grapefruit. Like, there are several, like – good Malort drinks that you can make. Um, I know Treasury has, like, a good Malort Mai Tai. Okay. I would try that. Yeah. It's actually not bad. Okay. Um, I know I've heard things from the Grackle folk 
that are like, we can make you a really good Malort cocktail if you want, and I'm here to try it. Yeah, um, we should try that. I never get down to the grackle, though. It's a, it's a hike. It's a little bit of a hike. From our... From our end of the street. <laughs> it's not that far from Lowdown, though. Nah. No, the Grackle people come in there all the time. Yeah. Anyway, let's get started on our topics. Absolutely. So, Julian, Keegan, do you know of the term jugging? Nope. Have you heard of this? Okay, I feel like I've heard of milking. Is, is, is it similar? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It does sound slightly sexual, but I, it's, it's not. It's This is not a sex thing. I completely thought it was a sex thing. No. Um... So jugging is when um, you go to the bank and you withdraw a large sum of money and the bad guys follow you home, beat the shit out of you, and take the money. Oh, yeah. I've I've been reading about this recently. So um, there was, I think, two cases this week. There was one guy who posted on Reddit. He he took out $6,300 in cash to buy a car. And he drove home to his apartment complex, and they followed him to the into the garage and attacked him and took the money. And then there was a woman who, um, and I can't remember how much money she had, but same thing happened to her. Although they, it was a little bit more brutal. Like they like dragged her across the concrete. Oh yeah, I um, heard about this one. Yeah, yeah. and um, so they caught the guy who who assaulted the dude. Um, I don't know if they've caught the other other person, but apparently this is like a thing that's happening a lot. So in as of September, they are investigating 84 cases of this, and to date, the total amount believed to be stolen is is almost six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So this is like a thing that's happening like a lot, and like people aren't really hearing about it. Well, the thing that sucks is like. You have to think about it. And, like, a lot of the people that are, like, depositing cash or, like, withdrawing cash from their bank accounts are, like, service industry people. Yeah. Like, these are not, like, your, like, normal, like, tech bros or, like, well, no, guys it happens to Mexican nationals and they don't even report it because they're, like, scared. Yeah. So that's fucked up also. Yeah. No, it's just completely fucked. Yeah. Never going to a bank ever again. Well, don't just don't buy a car. Well, I mean, luckily I don't have that problem because I don't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the okay. thing is they should do, like, a sting, yeah. you know? Or they should send, like, someone out to, like, carry like carry a bunch of cash out and just, yeah. like, wait. But the cops, I, I was impressed that they caught this that, that particular guy because the cops in this town don't normally catch anybody. Yeah. So. Okay, well, the fucking police system in fucking Texas in general is just fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to fight all of them. Light them on fire. In national news, the woman who created the scrunchie passed away. I'm real sad. She was 78. Um, yeah. And I'm glad she got to live to see the scrunchie come back. Um, okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that her collection of them is not as large as my collar and glove collection, but scrunchies are catching up. Okay. Um, she, so this woman, her name was, her last name is Rebson. Um, why don't I have her name? Rami Hunt Rebson. She was, she had recently divorced the Revlon heir. Okay. So she was involved with hair, going through a divorce. Wanted to invent something to hold her hair up and not damage it. Bought a used sewing machine, made a scrunchie. And you know what it's really called is a scoonchie. I did not know it was a scoonchie. Yeah. It's named after her dog. I think, okay, so not to get too into my personal life, but there was like a, (laughs) (laughs) there was like a, maybe like a brief period of time in my life, right? Um, I want to say this was when I was 20. 23, 24, slept with a lot of dudes with long hair. Um, They always had scrunchies, right? So my current collection of scrunchies is just scrunchies that men have left over at my house. I've never bought one. Um, My favorite one is a tie-dye one. (laughs) 
Which man? Do you remember? Do we remember him? Um, not well. Um, not not very well. He wasn't very memorable. Uh, no, I think I ghosted him to be honest. Um, yeah, because that's. Well, that I, happens. I think he invited me over for Christmas one year, and I was like, "Dude, we 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 did something once." And um, this is a scrunchy lady. Oh, she is wonderful. Right. God, what a fucking icon. Yeah. I love it. It's like, it, it's like uh, this is an undated photo. And it's like, when I die, I want y'all to show undated photos of me. Um, So I have to, like, undate your titty pics? Yes. For, <laughs> as your legacy contact? Be like, this is what our titties looked at 80. Aren't they nice? Aren't they nice? <laughs> They're real special. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the thing about this New York Times article about the scrunchy lady is they posted some photos of, um, famous people wearing scrunchies and they mistook Lizzo for Missy Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's, that's, that's who they thought was Missy Elliott. That's not Missy no. Elliott. And they had to like issue a retraction and they said, um, like, oh, yeah, the person we thought was Miss Elliott was really Lizzo. And it's like, who the fuck, what old man wrote this article? Like, Wait, what was his name? Do we have his name? Do um, we have his name? Richard Sandomir. Uh, do we do a background check? He previously wrote about sports media and sports business. He has no, no. business <laughs> writing about the scrunchy woman. No, absolutely not. He's going to mansplain the scrunchy woman to us and then mistake Lizzo for Missy Elliott? What the fuck? Not anyway, no, nope. I'm angry. Absolutely not. That's some fucking white privilege, right? It's there. like when Ruben was trying to mansplain us parking, parking at the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, it's the like, game's not till eight, but like it's gonna take us a long time to get down there, and it's like fucking park around the corner and walk, motherfucker. It's not that hard. Gotta get your exercise. Yeah. Not that hard. Fuck you, mosquito. Oh, they're really bad right I'm now. I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I might have to get a blanket. I don't know. A blanket. <laughs> Just wrap myself, coil myself in like some fucking. Okay. Um. Next topic. <laughs> Let me find it. Um, a startup called BioBQ is working on technology to bring lab created cell cultured brisket to the market in 2023 would you eat a lab grown brisket absolutely not yeah me neither i i don't know like so like i remember when i was like younger and like cloning started to come out that's um, that, that's creepy enough that's weird lab as hell. grown meat though i personally feel like our society is turning into orts and crake i don't know if you ever read that book by margaret not. atwood no um it's like <clears throat> basically a book about when uh science and big business team up and so like all the humanities get pushed out like nobody cares about like history art emotions psychology um but it's just basically your entire world is just science and fucking big business and Margaret Atwood kind of has a knack for uh, predicting the future a little bit with yeah, Handmaid's Tale yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, very fascinating author. Actually, her, all of her brothers are, like, doctors and, like, scientists. So she gets most of her, like, information and, like, stuff like that from, for her writing from them. Um, so she's actually usually proven pretty right. But uh, thanks, Margaret Atwood, for predicting this one. Uh, never going to eat a fucking Keegan. Sorry, I just read my name. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, just, like, I'm, I'm never going to eat, like, a, a false brisket, okay? Like, I enjoy me a good meaty cow nowadays. I'm here Man, for it's it. really bad out it's here. It's bad out here. Should we try to move inside? Let's move inside. Okay. I'm dying. I, my... <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so we're back um, from... <laughs> we had a mosquito break. <laughs> um, we were uh, eaten alive. Um, Julian is currently rubbing some British cream on his ankles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if it works, but like the act of doing it feels like feels good. Yeah. I'm never going outside ever again. I'm gonna Not be until it's midnight. I'm gonna be a vampire for the rest of my existence. 
Okay, ready for next topic? Ready for next topic? <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Austin <laughs> Animal Center has more than 700 animals right now. And they're they're restricting intake because they have so many animals. I and did hear I about this. I have a group of people that I would like to blame this on. Who are? During COVID, there was a certain group of people that got to work from home. And they were like, oh, I'm going to get a dog. I work from home. I'm going to get a dog. And then it turns out that having a dog is hard. And it turns out that maybe you had to go back to your office. And it turns out maybe you sent the dog back to the shelter because you couldn't handle it. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Somebody pointed out to me this the other day. And I was like, I'm going to get an iguana. And they were like, please don't get an iguana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like, Keegan, you have a cat. That is the baseline animal, right? You basically don't have to do anything for it besides change the litter box like once a week and feed it like once a day or twice. My cat's fat. So it's usually like a good hefty scoop. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're good. I don't know. He's fine. Um, but yeah, no, like uh I'm sorry, but, like, if you do not have the ability to, just, like, half these people can't even take care of themselves, right? Yeah. Like, they're just going to work, living on autopilot. Like, what, by the time they get home, they're not going to want to go take a dog out. All these people live in fucking apartments as well, so. Yeah, it's never good to get an apartment if you, if you had a dog if you live in an apartment. No, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, if you got a yard, yeah, no problem. Like, they can run around, like, as we do with the dogs here. Like, they just hang, and they run around and do their thing, and they're real happy. But I don't I don't, I don't, don't understand why we, you would get a, a dog if you live in an apartment. I feel like that's a real fucking dumb idea. I agree. Unless you're going to be home, you know? Yeah. Um, the next story I have for you is the um, Airbnb problem. So... There are five to six thousand Airbnbs in Austin, and two thousand of those are registered and paying taxes with the city. The rest are all operating illegally, and the city was like, "Oh, we need to like, we need to be a detective to be able to figure." And it's like, "Put me on the case, man. <laughs> I will find these people." It's not that hard. Like, make a fake reservation to get the address and then shut them down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I get that. They're ruining neighborhoods. Well, especially, like, that Holly Street area. Yeah. You know. Bad. You know. It's so bad. Just, like, bachelor parties every weekend. <sighs> My least favorites. It's like when they throw up in your bar and they've only drank beer. For some reason, it's just white onions and pickles on the floor. <laughs> it's because they went to La Barbecue <laughs> earlier. It was. It's real rough. <laughs> it's a rough time out there. Okay, um, you know, like last week at the bar, we had a lot of a lot of throw up incidents. Um, this man literally just looked at us and we were like, "Please do not throw up there." Stared us straight in the eyes. Fear. We saw fear. And he just fucking vomited everywhere. And we just went, okay. And then we went, sir, could you? And he ran into the bathroom with, like, his two other bros. And, like, all the other bros were, like, coming around me. And they're like, um, do you have a mop bucket? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go clean it up. And they're like, um, if our tabs are open, would you just mind putting 40% for tip? And I'm like, well, not if their tabs were open, so it wasn't nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts, Keegan. The thought is going to pay your rent. But then it was, like, funny as hell because then, like, all of the fucking people in the bar, I think this was, like, last Thursday. I don't know. I work a lot nowadays. Um, but, like, a bartender and I, we were just, like, like, all these people just, like, kept on coming up to us being, like, Hey, we're real sorry. We just witnessed that. Um, we closed out, but we're going to buy a shot. And, like, everyone just, like, tipped us, like, 30 or 40 bucks. Just, like, bought one shot. And we were like, here you go. And we were like, thanks. I had a table when I when I waited tables. And um, I, went to, I went to, like, check on them. And 
there was a cup on the table that had a napkin over it. And I was like, oh, I was going to bust it, you know. And they were like, no, no, no. You don't want to touch that cup. And I was like, what? And they were like, you should just send, like, the busboy over here. And I was like, no, dude, what's in the cup? (laughs) Like... Oh, no. I can no, handle no, 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 it. No. I can handle it. And so someone had vomited into the cup and they they were like, no, 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 don't, don't take it. Uh, someone else can take it. And I was like, I got it. Like, it's fine. And so they took me super fat because I dealt with their vomit cup and it was totally worth it. We have a call from our dear friend, Jason. Um, he tried to call us. Now we're going to call him back. Yeah. <laughs> Did he hang up? <laughs> okay. Got this. Can you pass me the cream? <laughs> Jason. Hello? You sound really panicked and scared. Um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm in a safe space now. <laughs> Where were you? Oh. Well, here in the mountain, in Colorado, anything can happen. So well, weed is legal there, so it's like the Wild West. Exactly. I know there's, like, crackheads, I mean, weed heads everywhere. Oh, weed heads are the worst. I'm looking at one right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, when we saw Julian pull up to Mary's car today, we went, <laughs> that got, man is high as hell. He got in the car and he was like, this seat is comfy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's Toyota's <laughs> finest. <laughs> um, are you taking a shower again? No, 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 no. Don't worry. I haven't taken a shower in like a week. Wait, like since like the last time we talked to you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. No, so no Zoom meetings? Uh, I can uh, I can use the bathroom if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're fine. We're fine there. Um, you sure? But, you know, uh, we're real good. Um, if you want to okay. maybe run, like, your kitchen sink, I don't know, make people believe that you've been showering lately. Uh, no, nobody. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, uh, don't want to give the impression that I shower regularly, so. That's but, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy, that's right. Too too busy, okay. Uh, so how uh, have the scripts my, uh, been coming? My, my screenplay? Yeah, how's it been coming? Oh, it's fantastic. I think you'll find out in just a moment. Wait. I, uh, I posted it. <gasps> I did see this. Mary, pull up the script. Wait. It's in our group chat. Oh, shit. It's a Google Drive document? No, just figuring out how to use internet. We're not as... Uh, Tech savvy oh as God. y'all are. It's Mary and I are workers. <laughs> this is long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll so, who wants to play who? How many characters are We got three characters Captain Johnson, Dr. Magne- uh, Magenta, and Dr. Uh, Goldblatt. Played by uh, Tom Holland. I'm Tom Dr. Holland. Magenta, we all know I'm uh, Tom Holland. Which one is Zoe? Dr. Magenta. Uh, Dr. Magenta. Okay, I'm Dr. Magenta. Julian, you want to be the Captain Johnson? I'll be narrator. You don't have to be Captain You have to be Captain Johnson. Okay, okay. Okay, that works. All right. I'll also, uh, I'll do, like, the narration, too, so don't worry about that. Okay. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever we're ready. All right, guys. Mary, I'm going to. This is my magnum opus. This is my first time writing a screenplay, by the way, so don't. Don't make fun of me. Us make fun of you ever? No. Ha ha. Alright. Alright, Sunfall. Written by Jason Rosenberg. We fade in. Exterior space. Night. A giant starship enters the shot with incredible speed. Interior. Cockpit. We're going to need to improvise. But, Captain, it's too dangerous. Oh, you. 
Dr. Gabe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't, I can't see that far. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> According to my calculations, we have a 0.0003% chance of survival, sir. <laughs> Damn it all. We're going in. Captain, into the sun? But, sir, that's inconceivable. And that's why I'm in charge. spaceship. The spaceship is revealed to be hurling towards the sun. Interior, observation deck. Dr. Magenta and Captain Johnson are in the observation deck. Wait, are you guys each other's love interest? I can't tell. You'll see. Oh. (laughs) Such a shame, isn't it? How do you mean? Our children will never get to see the beauty of the sun. Our children? <laughs> Captain Johnson and Magenta <laughs> look deeply into each other's eyes. And just when they're about to kiss, Dr. Goldblatt interrupts. <laughs> Captain, we're approaching the sun. <laughs> Goldblatt, how many times do I have to tell you? Stop peeping every time I make love to a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Oh, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) A gratuitous sex scene ensues of passionate lovemaking between the captain and Dr. Magenta while Dr. Goldblatt uh, watches. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Captain, you truly are a master of love. I have had a lot of sex with women. Less talky, more fucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, the chicken <laughs> <laughs> Second round of lovemaking ensues. Now with even more graphic details, including feet stuff, water sports, <laughs> stuff, etc. Uh, the sex scene continues for about 40 minutes. Uh, showing full penetration. <laughs> <laughs> captain, my captain, you truly are a man who knows what he's doing in the bedroom with a woman. Well, they say do what you love. And I love having... <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, let me restart that. Well, they do say do what you love. And I love having sex with women. Sir, we are approaching the sun. <laughs> as the sun approaches, as the ship approaches the sun, it catches fire and, and alarms start ringing. Gold black, status. The vital systems are failing, sir. The oxygen reserves are down, plus a bunch of other important stuff is all messed up. Alarms Sounds about right. throughout the ship, but Captain Johnson seems unconcerned. Full power. Sir, we won't make it. Power. Dr. Magenta is visibly turned on. The ships fly into the sun. The ship's warning starts its automatic announcements. Well, I guess I'll, I'll do this shit. <laughs> Alert. Engines in critical condition. So, sir, we have to turn back. Shut your fucking mouth, you little worm. <laughs> As the ship enters the first layer of the sun, red lights flash within the ship. So hot. (laughs) The next layer of sun the ship enters causes even more louder alarms to ring. Dr. Goldblatt starts wailing. Ah! We're going to die! Please, Captain! Captain Johnson calmly walks to Dr. Goldblatt, gently holds his his head in his hands, and slams it down onto his knee repeatedly until Dr. Goldblatt collapses to the ground. Captain Johnson spits on Dr. Goldblatt. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't know what came over me. Oh, Captain. <laughs> Onwards! The ship keeps going. Suddenly, the ship is engulfed in darkness. Temperature has dropped, sir. All systems stabilizing. Where are we? We're in the core of the sun. Whoa. What is that? Exterior space. 
a giant green mass is seen floating in front of the spaceship. I'm <laughs> 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 um, sorry. Um, is is that a a, tu- a a turtle? My God! <laughs> You're gonna be the um, turtle. <laughs> yeah, be the turtle. Me? Okay, I got this. Greetings. I've been watching your kind for many eons. <laughs> I've I've seen your struggles, your failures, and your temp- triumphs. In the beginning, I merely spectated out of curiosity, and I've grown to admire and love you humans. I've decided to share with you the secrets of immortality, and... Suddenly, the turtle is shot to death by a laser from the ship. Interior cockpit. Got that son of a bitch. (laughs) But why, sir? For the Earth's most renowned scientist, you truly are a stupid piece of shit. That monster (laughs) was clearly about to attack us. I just saved humanity. Oh, Captain. You truly are a hero, sir. Exterior, sun. The sun explodes. Interior, cockpit. What was that noise? I think we just saved the day. Exterior, spaceship. Spaceship explodes. Exterior, earth. Earth explodes. The end. Um, I think any uh, any um, compliments. I I would compare it to like the space version of the room. <laughs> Are you talking about the uh, the Martin Scorsese version in nineteen sixty nine? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was thinking about somebody at the Sundance pretty soon. <laughs> Um, so, so do you have the, uh, the actors lined up again? Um, it's what, Tom Holland, Zoe Saldana, and, uh, who's the... Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, Pratt. yes, of course. Uh, have you been in communication with them? Oh, I mean, once they hear the podcast, I'm sure they'll be on board. Yeah, we just have to DM them the link on the podcast and they'll be like, holy shit. Dude, I'm actually so down. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I think, uh, Scarlett Johansson would be a good job for the computer, um, oh, sure. yeah. She's got a sexy computer voice. I mean, her? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's a good AI. Yeah. And I was going to use, like, a uh, Stephen Hawking voice for the uh, turtle. <laughs> no British accent <laughs> on that one? Yeah, yeah kind of British computer a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we could have, uh, what's his name, Bened- Benedict Cumberbatch as the turtle. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. So I, um, I, how do I say this? Um, I don't, I don't see this going places. Yeah, it's great, right? I mean, it's flawless. I don't. Um, I, I feel like I, for the first time, I kind of knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely epic. Do you have your uh, Rat 3D movie ready yet? Script for that? Oh, it's uh, yeah. I was thinking actually we just skipped a forty. <laughs> Is that when Ratatouille just drinks forties? Rat Rat a forty. <laughs> oh, Eddie drinks forties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got to drink forties. You know, get some Mad Dog twenty twenty in there because twenty twenty equals to forty. So. Yes. Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, why is Duffy Duffy's right, well, next week I'll definitely come back with more pitches and more scripts after that we are, uh, we are like very excited I think you're showing a lot of potential I do think you could do better um, but well, I don't see how but sure yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can you know you can, you can go up I think alright I mean, you're showing your full potential right now. Just imagine where that's going to be in the next 20 years. Yeah, it's just like practice makes perfect, you know? Um, yeah. You know, like kind of like... I wrote all this on my own. But you just, did a great job. Just remember like the black swan, right? And how much she craved to be the black swan. 
<laughs> That's uh, what yeah, I want like, you to like do. Yeah, just. Yeah, I think I hear Universal calling right now. Actually. Oh, you better get. You better get that. I gotta get going. Though. Okay. Go take a shower. Uh, maybe. Love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, now y'all know that Mary and I have a very uh, great career in acting. We, we could be voice actors. We really could. Yeah. I mean, apparently you sound like Kermit. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Thank you. I don't think you sound like Kermit. Apparently Pete thinks it does. Oh. Thanks, Dad. Just... Just another disappointment in your life. Birthing Kermit the Frog. Not teaching him how to ride a bike. Sad. Um, are you ready to try these chips? <laughs> Hell okay, yeah. So we, Julian, we have a new segment where we're going to try. Right now we're going to do H-E-B. But when we run out of H-E-B stuff, we'll do Trader Joe's. Just a new item from H-E-B that's like weird or different or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. 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 They I do make weird so flavors dumb on people purpose. People like me buy them, essentially. Okay. It was like the day that Mary came home with these, she went, Keegan, <laughs> I have a surprise for you. Okay. So these are HEB limited edition carnival flavors, fried corn dog and mustard flavor, thin potato tri- chips, gluten free. Gluten free. Woo, yeah. woo, woo. I can eat them. So that, that part's important because, you know, our girl, she's celiac. She can't eat much. It's fine. Ma. Just a small what little disaster. The um, there is caramel color in it. Okay. White vinegar powder. Did not know that was a thing. Uh, mustard powder. Yeah. Yes. You like that? Um, dextrose sugar, dried yeast, yeast extract, maltodextrin, bunch of oils. Actually, like every single oil that you could possibly think of is in this chip. Oh, so they're good for you. Um, paprika acid. Extract. You like that? Uh, natural flavor. Okay. They do contain milk. I don't know, <laughs> how, I don't know how I feel about a potato <laughs> chip that contains milk, but we're going <laughs> to dive into this. <laughs> I, um, I do appreciate how Duffy's just on Julian <laughs> at this point. I think this thing, like, I think it's a, it's like an anti-bark device, and I think it, it like, emits some sort of, like, frequency that like makes him makes him not want to bark <laughs> but that is a dog couch that you're sitting on so uh um that's where he that's where he says uh these kind of look strange they look, just look like lays uh, mm, i don't know they look a little julian do you want a chip okay gotta ready 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 Um, a lot of mustard. Um, I'm not really getting a whole lot of dog. I taste bacon. It's bacon. Bacon mustard. Um, I have to do another one. Gotta. I'm gonna take a few. I'm just gonna. It's like those, uh, what is it, lamb, kebab, Korean barbecue chips. I haven't had those. They're not good. I don't really think it tastes like a corn dog. Definitely does not taste like a corn dog. It's not bad, though. Like, 10 out of 10, we are going to eat these after we come back from the bar tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wish I had some potato salad for us to dip them in. Mm, that would have been fucking good. Some right, dip. French onion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what would we give this out of 10? I would say, like, the flavor-wise, they're good. I don't think they hit the mark as far as the corn dog flavor goes. Like, I'm a little disappointed in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm so not really getting the dog. Is there a difference between fried corn dog and just corn dog? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. 
Why do they have to specify that? I don't know. Okay. I'm thinking too much. You know, get it way into my own head about corn dogs, chili dogs, dogs, dachshunds, retrievers. <laughs> that French bulldog the out other day. Ten. Out of ten. What do um, you say? Okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna say. Five point seven three. Yeah, I was gonna say about a six. So next week we're gonna try jalapeno saltines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So someone did a Reddit post of like good stuff at HEB, and like I have a whole list <laughs> that I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. So jalapeno saltines are at the top of the list. I'm really excited for the uh, brisket queso. Brisket queso is up there. Yeah. We, we might have to do that one from home. Is it good? Yeah. Julian says the lobster mac is good. Yeah. I've done the brisket mac before, which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything they do is good. It's, like, decent. And I, I think they're trying to do stuff like this, like this this corn dog chip to be a little bit more like Trader Joe's to be like, oh, we have this like new different thing and it's like limited edition. Like I think they're trying to compete with Trader Joe's now. Yeah. 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 Like the Mueller HEB has like the barbecue place and yeah. Yeah. Central market was a strong competitor. By the way, their paper products, very disappointing. You try and go in there for fucking plates, they give you hunting napkins. There's no fucking paper plates. Just hunting napkins. Napkins with, like, little dogs dressed up as fucking dragons. I don't fucking know. What is with the dragons these days? Nobody, okay, well, I do think it's because House of Dragon came out, and everyone's like, oh, yeah. There's that other dragon show? Uh, Two Rings. Oh, no, 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 Sandman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this guy on the flight in the row in front of me, First of all, I watched him text a woman, and, like, it was so cringy. Um, he was <laughs> sending these long-ass texts, and it was, like, obvious that she, he met her on a dating app or something. Like, they were just getting to know each other. But then he also watched The Sandman, and so then Zach and Ruben were like, ooh, Sandman. And I was like, you, bro, you want to hug a dragon? Like, they both said yes. That all about hugging dragons. Yeah. Uh, it's based on uh, Neil Gaiman's comic book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I personally would say, um, as somebody that's wanted to own Komodo dragons their entire life, uh, you want to hug a dragon. I I would hug a dragon. <laughs> 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 ten out of ten. <laughs> Closest I can get to a to a dragon I, is a Komodo I dragon. A dragon, I would run in the, run it over it with my car. I don't think that would work because I think they're a lot bigger than a car. I would run it off the road. I don't, I don't think that work either because it would light you on fire. <laughs> I have a forerunner, okay? <laughs> Four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, it also, uh, the, the garage door situation. <laughs> so that's, that's, not, that's not worrying about that. And the mirror. That's not worrying about that. And the mirror and the side damage is not your fault. But no, no it's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a time. It's like I Mary's have severe ADHD. I cannot help it. Mary's car kind of describes how 2022 was going. You yeah. know, it's like you got one we eye. Went through it. You uh, we'll take her to the shop and get her all fixed. Your up. rear end is scrapped up as shit. Your sides are bruised. Yeah, I, we we say this every year at this point. <laughs> like uh, we've been saying this since 2019. I Mary. will say this year was better than 2021 for me, anyways. Maybe not for you. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But marginally, it's better. Yeah. Um, um. Still not great. Not, not one, you know what? Like a good like a good year was like 2018. That was a good year. 20, mm, 2018 was a good year. I was, I was blackout drunk most of the time. So I think that was a good year. You just don't remember I it. I don't remember anything about it. I well, think it's probably good then. I think I worked at a jewelry store. Might have still been working at the strip club. Um, In 2018, you think so? I think so. I don't. No one knows the truth. Nobody on knows. That. Nobody knows. Um, real rough. This is the story of a girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> on that note, 
we have any other topics? Oh, who's playing at the Moody Center tonight? Oh, my God, the Moody Center. I forgot okay, about so this. Okay, so some backstory for our, our many, many listeners. All three of you. All three of you. Um, We were driving. We picked up Julian, and we drove past the Moody Center, and we saw the people that were going there, and we were like, who's at the Moody Center tonight? Julian guessed Pitbull. Um, it's not a Latin dude. No. Yes. Think, think Christmas. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Very much not. Um, think of uh, think of bubbles. It's Michael Bublé. There's old white women, yeah, with like bright pink shirts on. You know, they're like fucking nephews taking them to go see Michael Bublé to like get their insurance money. Nobody knows. No, that was a big group of Mexicans. I was like, I was like, it must be somebody cool must be playing there, and it's like, no, yeah, it's just Michael Bublé. Like, I Pitbull would make sense to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was cool. That, as hell. Was, that must have been a good scene. Yeah, well, like, I had a Oh, you yeah, say, yeah. Dude, okay, to get on the ground floor yesterday, it was one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Wow. It dropped down to one twenty five, but then I was like. It's like, I don't have that money. And, like, my friend and I were like, we don't have that money. That's the thing is, like, I wanted to buy tickets to Post Malone to take my daughter. So I was like, that would be a fun show. You know, the tickets are, like, $200. Yeah. I was like, I don't like Post Malone that much, you know? Like, it would be a good time if it was, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, well, the Bruce Springsteen thing, you have to, like, enter a sweepstakes to even buy tickets to it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can we do it? Please. Yeah. Please. We have the Nebraska album is, like, my major depression, like, album. Like. <laughs> it's. It was so fucking good, but, like, if you ever catch me in a dark room just listening to the Nebraska album, please inquire if I'm okay. <laughs> I will most likely lie to you and be, like, finger guns or, like, two I'm good. thumbs up. But um, I'm actually just dying. Um, was oh, I have a funny story about him. So, um... I saw, um, do you know who Mike Wiebe is? He's in um, a band called Riverboat Gamblers, and he also is like a stand-up comedian. And he tells this story about how he met Bruce Springsteen. So Springsteen's son was a big fan of Riverboat Gamblers, so he came to a show. And, and these guys are all huge Springsteen fans, so they were like freaking out. Yeah. And he got to talk to Springsteen, and Springsteen said, you and I were the hardest working guys in showbiz. And he was like, holy shit. And then it turns out Springsteen says that to everyone he meets. <laughs> That's hilarious. Isn't that so funny? I I love Bruce. Um, I have. There but is. But I love that he is just trying to make everyone feel special. Like yeah. that's so sweet. There's you like, know. It's. Yeah. So in my early early years. Um, being a small, independent, Midwestern girl, um, spending most most Fourth of Julys by herself because she had to work, um, buying, stealing wine, um, <laughs> a few bottles. <coughs> um, so, like, there's like a few years going before I started like going out to like Fourth of July parties and like having the day off. <gasps> Crazy, um, and uh, I would just get shit faced to Bruce Springsteen. Born in the USA, yes. drink probably two to three bottles of wine by myself and read Julius Caesar. Uh, I, wow, I, you had mental issues. I am not okay. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I am more stable than I've ever been. That's not saying much. It's a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we might have been stable earlier this year, but now it's just kind of like tail end. Like yeah. now we're just doing things. Born in the USA. <laughs> 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 on that note, I think are we are we do we have any other segments? Um do you want to talk about your love life this week? <laughs> no, I never <laughs> want to talk about my love life. Do you want to talk about how I, I came upstairs today? No. <laughs> <laughs> how about we d- dive into the past? Oh. Not your past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Let's dive into your past. Okay, let's dive into my past. Okay. What should we talk about? Um, do you want to talk about men that don't have bed frames? I mean, it's I'm an older woman, so like I I'm past that point in my life where I'm encountering guys without bed frames. Same. Yeah. Like, if I meet a guy without a bed frame, like I'm gonna I'm not even gonna make it to the house because I'm gonna figure it out before I get there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well it's definitely like those cargo shorts, maybe the Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Um the fact that he's like got Himalayan salt but doesn't have a spice cabinet. <laughs> yeah, it's a real rough time for us out there. Yeah, like that that guy, um I won't say his real name. Let's say his name was Memphis. Yes. Um I I bet he didn't have a, do- a bed frame, but I didn't make it that far. No, this is the man that um, said the words "thank God for crack" on our first date. Yep, because he started smoking crack to get off of heroin. <laughs> As you do, you know. Which is like it's fine if that's your journey, but like don't don't come don't come on a date with me a month after you just smoked crack. Like give it some time. Go into, go into, yeah, like, you need a year of recovery under your belt before you're going to tell me you're, like, then your crack stories might be a little cuter, you know? Yeah, but he was like, well, I haven't smoked crack this month, and I was like, wow, dude. Man, but was job. it only like two weeks into the month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, like, if a crack addict says, I haven't smoked crack this month, it probably means, like, this week, yeah. you know, time blurs, you know, yeah. when you're on it crack, all, it all blends together. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, I haven't done drugs in a long time. And, uh, you know, my days just blur together. Like to yesterday, I just kept on thinking, I was like, it's Thursday. And everyone is like, is it? And I was like, oh, you guys have been working all week, too. So this doesn't make any sense for us. We are <laughs> we are just thinking it's Thursday. And then we looked at our phones. And we we're like, oh, it's Tuesday. So there's there's a lot of time left in the week. Yeah. It just all blends together. Aww. That's, like, the thing is, like, now with, like, my current job schedule, right, like, I don't know, my other job has scheduled me Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, and my other job is Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and I can handle that one because it's, like, 8 p.m. till 4 a.m., and I'm, like, hell yeah, like, I'm a small night owl, I can, like, at least hang out with my friends before work, you know, like, just chill, yeah, but my other job starts at, like, 5 p.m., and then it, like, ends at, like, 11 or midnight, and you're just, like, I, there's, you're, like, in, like, anxiety for the first part of the day, because you're, like, I'm going to miss work. It's two. Ah. Ah. And then, like, the last half, you're, like, do I go out and drink? Do I just go home and fall asleep? Because, wow, that was a a day of getting sticks thrown at you by children. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) You sure? (laughs) No. (laughs) I have therapy.
You have time. You have time. Yeah. You can, like, play video games. You can talk to your friends. Like, you know, like, but... Yeah. So, we need to have a clonopin night. Yeah, clonopin and gummies. Clonopin and gummies. Clonopin? Clonopin and gummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ha- have, like, this strange, um, like, surplus of weed gummies. So, we ate some when we had COVID, and that was fun. Yeah, it was fun as hell. Yeah. We were fucking cracking we up. We were cracking up, yeah. We were just drinking Gatorade and, like, sitting on the porch. We drank two Gatorades <laughs> at night, and they were the <laughs> large ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did just, like, sweat out, like, everything yeah. from our no, bodies. I think, it was, I think it was healthy. I think it was a good move. It was a very good move. So maybe we do that, like, once a week. Just, yeah. I mean, therapist said it's okay, so. Yeah, she's cool with it, so. I mean. Yeah. Um, t- my therapist says that, like, weed is okay as long as I moderate, even though I have, like, small moderation problems, if you've ever been out with me before. Um, I, I personally, like, I used to be, like, super big into, like, smoking weed, right? Like, definitely in college was, like, rolling joints with post-it notes, which is definitely Ooh. not healthy. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I was broke as shit. Um. How much does a <laughs> fucking thing of papers cost? It's, like, 99 cents. Keegan. <laughs> I'm appalled. Um, <laughs> this is where most of my brain damage stems from, besides the car accidents. That inhaling that adhesive? Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like, in college, like, super big into weed, like, whatever. Like, just, like, I just want to get high after work and, like, write this fucking weird paper on romanticism and fucking William Blake. I don't know. I Actually, that was my favorite paper, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, and then, I don't know, as, like, I started working more, like, I'll, like, have, like, in and outs with it, where I'm, like, weed's fun, I like smoking it, but now it's just, like, at this point where I'm, like, if I have, like, two hits from, like, a friend's, like, slight, like, pipe, I'm just, like, gotta go home. I'm, like, I get real fucking funny. Like, I'm just, like, like, the other night when I was out with one of my friends, like, we had a sleepover at his house, and just watched King of the Hill, and um, he was like, he's like, do you want to hit this? And I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, why not? I don't got to work till like, 3, so yeah, sure. I took two hits, and I laughed so fucking hard for, like, <laughs> probably two hours that I woke up, and I was like, my abs hurt. Did I do crunches? And he was <laughs> like, no, you were just fucking cracking <laughs> up over anything and nothing. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> And he was like, I was also high as shit, but he was like, you just took two hits, babe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> so, like, those weed gummies, when they hit Mary and I, were just like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yep, <laughs> it's time. We're, like, staring at, like, stuff. <laughs> I, like, look at my cigarette, and I'm like, it reminds me of a Christmas tree. And then I'm like, woo-wee. <laughs> Actually, I do that on mushrooms, but I haven't done mushrooms in a l- long time, so. I do love a good mushroom. They kind of taste like those chips, to be honest. <laughs> That's an idea. That mushroom chips. Yes. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm thinking just. Uh huh. You can get them at Costco. Yeah. Sliced mushroom chips. Yeah. They're mm. a little weird. Yeah. It's just like anything with anything you buy at Costco, it's like you start a sample of it and you're like, that's good. But then can you commit to that huge bag? Okay. But like, honestly, can we talk about how those Costco samples, you just go around to every station. That's it's your lunch. Meal. Yeah. That's your full fucking lunch. It's yeah. great. Fucking. We need to go there soon. We do. That's Wednesday. Um, I'm just going to put this out here publicly. There is a skeleton playing the banjo at Costco. With glowing eyes. Um, it is only $100. Personally, I I, I don't have a, that expendable cash. Um, cause but but if there is a gentleman out there we, we who would like to see Keegan's shoulder. My, my very 
small <laughs> bony her fair shoulder she will show you her shoulder in exchange for that skeleton maybe a kneecap if you're real Ooh, lucky yeah one kneecap <laughs> <laughs> i will trade you one look glance at my kneecap a gander at my kneecap for banjo you skeleton. may perceive my kneecap <laughs> do not touch it though i will no, fucking don't shank fucking you touch me. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's been, it's been fun i think we're done i think we're, we're done, done. it's a barflies night i think it's a barflies night can we smoke in your house can we smoke in my house <laughs> no <laughs> Rose, darling.